Guys, my brand new horror short, Cheating Death, is now available on YouTube. It's been getting rave reviews, and it's possibly one of the most flushed out projects yet. Make sure to tap the link in the show notes below, or go to McAllister Visual Media on YouTube to find a copy of the vid. Hey guys, before today's episode, I want to give a big shout out to the guys who made this episode possible, Upload Media Group. Located right in the heart of Cedar Rapids, they host the Confused Breakfast Podcast along with several other shows in the area. This company has been heavily involved in the rise of the podcast front in Iowa, and there's nobody else that I'd pick to record a podcast with when I'm visiting the homies who are just chilling in Cedar Rapids. So, if you need something recorded or just want to check out some cool local content, check them out at their website at uploadmediagroup.com. That's www.uploadmediagroup.com. Stutterbox Productions is a backbone for many of the events they've seen in the Midwest, from EDM festivals to late night hip hop shows. This company has been working closely with this podcast since the beginning, and we always have plenty of things planned for the future. So, if you're looking to plan your next Get Gear event, head over to their Facebook page to learn more today. Alright everybody, this is the Stars Podcast. I'm your host, Cole McCallister. We are in the Upload Media Group studio here in Cedar Rapids. I almost said Cedar Falls. I almost get the two mixed up. One's way better than the other. Right. So, shame on me. But uh, we're here uh, with two good friends, uh, returning guests, the young creatives, Rally Mobs and Juan Gomez. How the hell are you guys doing today? Let me turn my phone off. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Thank (laughs) you for having us on. We are in Cedar Rapids this time. I think last time we were in Des Moines. Yeah. yeah. Came yeah. to our old stomping grounds this time. Appreciate yeah. having you, bro. The better city. But yeah. No, <laughs> no I'm I don't kidding. know about I'm that. Kidding. I don't They're both man. pretty good. All the Iowa cities, man. We, we traveled so much that like all the Iowa cities kind of just like feel the same at this point, man. Like, yeah. It's always like a bunch of creative people that just haven't like broke through on the scene yet. I feel like the scene just needs more people that believe in it. I just, every yeah, time I go somewhere, it really I'm just like, does. I feel that way. It really does. But you know what? I think I, as I see people from both, you know, my neck of the woods and your neck of the woods grow, I think we're going to continue to grow together. We have, oh, absolutely. The, um, I mean, by the time this get, comes out, it'll be way past, but um, the uh, hip hop showcase, we're all going to yeah. be at that tonight. That's kind of an example of everybody kind of branching together. So. Exactly. Yes. Hell yeah. So let me ask you, uh, what have you guys all been up to since uh, we've last had you on? I think it's been it's been over a year at this point, probably about yeah, a year and a half, right? Yeah, it's a year and a half. Year and a yeah. Half. Um, a, a lot. My brain's like kind of cycling through everything. Um, <laughs> I think the last time we were on with you was February or January yeah, of right. last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So it's been like over a year. I think that was right when we got back from it. Yeah. Before. You guys were working on a film, I remember. Okay, yeah. So, so pretty much, um, Young Creatives is a catalyst for all of our mind and wants creative, crazy, out there ideas. Um, it's stuff that we're really confident in, and stuff that you know maybe we're just trying to get you know more affluent in. So, everything from music videos, commercials, we're always shooting those. Um, we're always throwing events as well. We have a Spring Fling Festival that's coming up uh, May twentieth. Hopefully, if this comes out before or after, if it's happened, it was lit. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so. Pretty much what I've been focusing on, um, what we've both kind of been focusing on, is really like creating more content, like creating content from the content. Because we always create music videos, we always create, you know, like our own behind the scenes kind of stuff. But starting to realize that, you know, like TikTok and social media and Instagram and all these things, like you really need to be flooding these markets. So something I've been focusing on personally is like 
really trying to long uh like get this content in like long form and short form just like really kind of flood the market um but our movie is like the main thing that's like the main project that's on the horizon is the superhero movie mob squad um actually gonna leave here and go straight there to do some audio with an actor so oh, yeah. it's really exciting oh, yeah. um but yeah that's, that's I, I think those are like the bigger projects i mean juan's got his own stuff going on we that's the cool thing about young creators we got our own individual stuff and then we got the stuff together as well. Yeah, that's awesome. You guys are able to merge all that together. Mm -hmm. well, yeah. So for so for Mob Squad, I think in the last year since we've last been on the podcast, we finished the special effects for it because mm -hmm. the way Ooh. movies go, it's like you have your rough cut, and then you add your special effects, and then after that's done, you have what's called picture lock, which is just like okay, what you see here, all the clips are all the same. They're, they're all like the perfect amount of length. The scenes aren't going to change. Everything's good. Now we just got to focus on the audio. Yeah. So you replace any dialogue that was maybe a little mm -hmm. bit fuzzy the day of or, like, didn't sound as high quality. You dub mm -hmm. over it, which is what Riley's been doing. Yeah. And then after that's done, then you add in all of the 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 symphony orchestras, the sound, the score. The, yeah. score. the sound effects, which is pretty cool because there's a, a superhero movie, so it's like a lot of yeah. fighting and stuff in it. So, mm -hmm. like, punch sound effects. Like, I can't wait. I'm going to go to Hy-Vee and grab, like, a big, like, brisket piece of meat and just beat the shit out of it <laughs> in the studio and just that's get all fun. the punch sounds. Yep. And, that's fun. Uh, like, you know, it's going to be really cool. Like, there's there's scenes where we need, like, lightning hitting ice. So like just imagine all the crazy things you could do, like everything from like snapping a bunch of carrots to like scratching on metal surfaces, like all that, all that cool stuff, man. Like that's the that's the cool part we're in right now uh, with the movie is like all the fun sound stuff. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I've done a little bit of Foley myself, but like doing mm -hmm. that for the whole movie, I can imagine that's just a whole fun little oh, process. Yeah. Just getting in a little dark oh, room. Yeah. Being like, yeah, all the footsteps all and yeah. all the footsteps. And then you realize how much music. So when we when I first did like the rough cut, like pre-special effects, like pre-recorded uh, audio it was just the raw camera files. I just wanted to play the movie because like you, it was finally done, or in my opinion, done, <laughs> yeah. which was not fucking close to done, yeah, right? Because right. when you're 22 and you made a movie, you think that, <laughs> oh, it's done, right? <laughs> no, it's not fucking done. It's, there's so much work. There's like You're like 20% of the way there, and you have all the mm -hmm. scene shots. So I was, I was editing it, and I was just like throwing in sounds that I knew weren't final, but I just wanted it to feel more done. And I put like a bunch of like, you know, Mission Impossible, like background music, and like all these sounds I didn't have the copyright to, but just, <laughs> just to like hear it. And yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is dope. So now we're in the process where we're going to use our sounds that we've created, and like I know that it's going to be even better than that original. That the first draft yep. that I saw, so I'm just like, man, like I'm so excited. Sound is like the number one thing when it comes to like making like a media product, like movie, like even this podcast right now. Like I the agree. reason why people are gonna watch is because it sounds good, but the mics were muffled and the camera was all fuzzy. I it's agree. like, bro, I don't care how interesting you are, I, this is unbearable, you know. So that's the, yeah. that's the cool yeah. thing. Your brain, when you're watching a movie, your brain will forgive bad image quality, but it won't forgive bad audio. No, no. it cuts the. Um, whatever that the reality break yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the illusion it's like oh wait this illusion. is technology yeah. and this is bad technology that's happening right now <laughs> like yeah so you could yeah it's it's, it's kind of unforgivable honestly like but but because it's so unforgivable it's also the like the thing that can make your film way over the top mm. like adding those punch sound effects like you can think of punch like look doesn't look real on camera but as soon as you add a punch sound effect you're like oh no holy holy shit that looks real it didn't change anything of the visual but the sound is just so convincing that it almost manipulates your eye yeah, yeah, using different sounds for yeah. like I um we just edited um or I just um I'm putting out a short film called Cheating Death and oh, nice. for one I was editing it and one of the scenes where he's strangling her we just did like a rope sound we just did like a rope like a tightening yeah, yeah. yeah. It works. there you go like if you if you're able to dissociate that you're mm -hmm. like oh this is this makes sense somehow in my brain even though what I record isn't I didn't choke somebody literally oh, obviously yeah. you know I mean the Star Wars sound effect the the yep. blaster the boom, boom, 
yeah, it's like, like wires. A, it's a wire. It's yeah. like a, a high tension, like uh, uh, I think it's like an electrical tower, and it's like a wire coming down to stabilize it. And he just, boom, yeah. boom, like flicked it, and it's like that free sound is now like the most iconic sound, arguably in the entire, yeah. you know, universe next to the yeah. lightsaber, <laughs> yeah, exactly. which I think is also another creative way they made that. It's not mm-hmm. even like what you think. It's not like some super digitalized. It's something. It's like some like hum that they pitched. Like yeah. and did something. It was to like it. a factory hum of something. Yeah, that yeah, they yeah. Were around. But yeah, sound is amazing. It's 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 the number one thing in a movie for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what's crazy is when you're editing sound, you realize that what you're portraying on camera isn't what it always sounds like in real life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You have to accentuate it even more. And you think a lot of the times when you watch a movie, you hear like a car explosion. It's like, oh my god, you shoot you shoot the the tank of a car and explodes immediately. It's like mm-hmm. movies have like this like suspension of disbelief that is not 100% like real life and yeah. you ha- you always have to like emphasize that even more. And that's one of the things that you learn about when you're editing a movie is that a lot of the times what you shoot on camera is like real life and that's boring. You have to accentuate yeah. it even more with sound and visuals and sound exactly. effects and uh, special effects of it. So. Yeah, no, your job is to deceive the audience. Mm-hmm. Literally. I mean, you're lying to the audience. That's like a good filmmaker, a yeah. good videographer lies to the audience. Yeah, that's you have to manipulate. Do. You have to, uh, you know, make them believe the delusion. Exactly. Uh, the fantasy. Yeah. Exactly. I'm curious to know about your short film, uh, yeah. Cheating Death. Um, what process are you on and like when is it going to be out? Uh, so it's completely done. It's going to be, uh, by the time this episode comes out, I think it'll already be out, but May 19th. Is oh, the release date? Uh, nice. Basically, it was my final for my project, but you know we had a lot of resources. Mm. We had some Black Magic, some great, nice. um, you know, f- um, some great equipment. So nice. I was like, "Fuck it, let's uh, let's do a short film." So we did that. Uh, basically, it just follows like um, a couple who like the the boyfriend reveals to the girlfriend that you know he's been cheating on her, mm. and then in the middle of that whole scuffle, serial killer comes and invades the home, and oh, wow. you know it's a whole it's a whole um, homage like the B horror movie type mm. of you know fun little horror slasher type stuff. So yeah. it was really fun to do that. I like it sounds good. I can't wait to see it, man. Yeah, thank you. But it was a real um, lesson in like um, learning, and you guys can probably emphasize on this too. Is like um, limiting what you can do in a day. Oh, because yeah. I feel like I had like I like halfway through the shooting day, I'm like, we're only gonna be able to get like, you know, however yeah. much of this done. You and filmed like, this in one day. Yeah, it was like a. Wow. Th- it was I edited like actual footage. It was about three three and a half minutes worth of footage. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah. it's like a so it's a quick. It's quick. Yeah, no, like oh, okay. the last three hours was just one shot. Like, okay, oh, wow. we're doing it. We're here. All right. Well, you that's know. you know that's very similar to how we shot um, our first short film, Wake Up. Okay. It was it technically yeah. wasn't our first short film, but it was the first one we won an award for. Uh, we won oh, okay. best uh, fi- uh, short film at the London International Film Festival, and it was a film about police injustice, and it was really mm. cool. But we literally like we were shooting, we started shooting like past four p.m. and the sun was going down like halfway into the shoot. <laughs> so every clip, like if you watch the film, like. The movie gets yeah. darker and darker as, <laughs> yeah. as we're shooting. And, you know, we had a rough script. We had, like, kind of what we wanted to happen. But, like, I would say, honestly, bro, like, half that, half of what you see is improv yeah. in, that, in that film. <laughs> um, you know, Jake Trumpert's in the film. Yeah, he shot a Jake. Yeah. He he killed it. Uh, Sage Spiker, um, uh, Jay, uh, Duce. Uh, I'm missing some people that were involved as well. But, like, that that film was probably the, the first time I realized. I was like, oh, you know. Sometimes you can improv and it work. You know, sometimes you can, you know, you don't have to be married to the script. We just did a video actually yesterday about this, like how married you should be to the script. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like if you, like what you said, you have the things that you need to happen, but you're realistic yeah. about the time. Like be realistic. Like don't be overly ambitious. Be ambitious with the idea, but don't be overly ambitious with like the execution. Like don't yeah. assume that actors are going to do more than you told them to do. Don't assume that, you know, people can stay later. Like really like ask, clarify, 
after yeah. you've clarified, clarify again. Like <laughs> exactly three times, you know, and all this before <laughs> the shoot because things change in the film industry is literally just like the most unpredictable thing. Yeah, it's literally. crazy. Well, and you know, um, we ended up having to cut like the last page of that script. Because oh, wow. there was, we had this whole reveal where the woman was actually cheating on him too. But like, wow. we got you know, it was three shocker. Co- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> was it a double? It was, they a double do. twist, huh? <laughs> yeah, it was right? a double twist. Yeah, right. Double twist. She's like, "Well, here's the catch." <laughs> oh, so we're both pieces of shit. Got it. Got it. Something like that. No, but Something. it's but it's cool that like that speaks to your creativity to, to have an entire ending, an entire page, a page, one page of a script of a movie that's already like less than what ten minutes, right? Like, oh, it was a wall. It was originally five, six pages. Okay, so, so how how long is the film in its entirety? Well, um, without credits, it's like about three and a half minutes. And oh we, wow! So yeah, so like to to already have such a limited like concept because you're trying to like get a point across in like yeah. a few pages mm-hmm. to be able to eliminate a whole page, but then still come to the conclusion that you want and still feel like proud of the product. Yeah. That's, that's pretty impressive, bro. Yeah, thank honestly, you, thank you. Because a lot of people I've seen a lot of people just break down on set. I mean, he's been a part of movies that like they just don't didn't come out because it's just the person was just like overly stressed or just didn't have the resources they needed and they put just too gave much up. on their plate. Yeah, to put too yeah. much on their place and ended up just throwing it all in the trash instead of trying to save it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'll 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 say my experience without naming any names or the project <laughs> or anything like that. But essentially, there was yeah. a director from it was a writer producer from um, Malaysia wanted to come to America to do a fan film. Mm-hmm. And they hired a director um, who was also like of that same nationality. So they felt, oh, okay, you're also like Asian and you do film stuff, like let's work together. <laughs> no one knows who it is, except for we've limited it to Malaysian <laughs> travelers coming to Iowa. <laughs> no, but <laughs> There's it's- There's so many. <laughs> nobody knows. Um, no, no, I, know, I feel But anyways- um, They'll never find out. They, they, the, the director basically was like, hey, I can direct the film and I can edit as well. You know, like we don't need to find an editor. I could do special effects. And that was the single thing um, that made the film not come out because the guy didn't know how to do special effects. Now it's just an editing limbo. It's been like four years. I was confused because if he's a director and can do special effects, like, did he not, like, pick up the cinematography skill also? (laughs) Yeah, like, like, why do you do everything? Like, how do you even know how to edit, like... Yeah. Like I could I, I like, like me skip personally a step? <laughs> I learned to edit yeah. after I learned how to shoot. Yeah. Like how do you learn how to edit but not learn how to shoot? See, like, well, I I was so kind of that way though. I yeah. I kind of learned I don't know, maybe it was just the way I was taught. And you know, I think mm-hmm. a lot of COVID had a lot to do with it too. Oh yeah. Cuz I ended up uh there were all these production classes that were worked into the program but mm. I ended up stretching it out, taking all the editing stuff while we were in lockdown and then kind of oh, later okay. on we ended up doing shooting. So yeah. I can understand like how somebody could But you took a class though, right? <laughs> but if you were like self teaching yourself very if you true, were like, okay, true. I want to make yeah. music videos, you should probably get a camera and learn how to shoot <laughs> music videos and then learn how to edit your footage. You can't like, because what's going to happen? Like, who's going to shoot your footage? Like, you know, yeah. so I, I don't know. I just feel like people put too much on their plate and mm. aren't realistic with their like, you know, and, and that was me. And the reason I can p- point those people out is because I was that maybe four or five years ago. Like, shit, us, the first project we ever wanted to do, I was like, bro, let's do a superhero movie. 80 actors, two hours long, <laughs> over 30 locations. I'm like. What? Like, where, where are these resources coming from? Where? What is the end this goal? This costs $500 million. Yeah, literally. And then, and then, and then it's, still, it's still in the process now. Like, I've, I didn't have a mustache when that shit was being filmed. You know what I'm saying? Like, so now it's like we're, we're almost different people, but, it's, but like we put ourselves – like, he, he actually did go to film school. Like, not like specifically film school, but like studying arts and film sure, in sure. college. And then – but it was like that film, like filming the superhero movie was like us putting ourselves through film school. A hundred percent. Like, he said that. Like, and ever since he said that, I was like, bro, that's so true because all the problems that happened during that film – Every there's not been a new problem that's happened. Every problem that we we faced in like another corporate gig or like another creative gig, it all happened already. Like someone showing up late. Well, that the first time that happened was at a superhero movie. 
someone <laughs> quitting a role. Well, the first time that happened was our superhero movie. Yeah. Like everything, all those first bad things, losing so equipment. True. First time that happened was in our superhero movie. <laughs> yeah. Like all these things happened. And I'm like, bro, we literally just like failed really fast. Like we just got all the like losing the memory card, losing the file, like all these other fucking just mistakes that we made. We got it out of the way early. Mm. And I feel like that's, that's why we're more confident now. Mm. And so I tell people, I'm like, bro, fail faster. Like if you're, oh, it's not perfect. Let's not put Mm -hmm. it out. It's like, no, put it out because even if it is perfect and you put it out, you're still going to want to do better. So just put it out. Like, why are you waiting? You know, like, exactly. you know, you don't get, you know, it's harder to make a movie. Like, you can make a song, you can make 10 songs in one day. You can't make 10 movies in one day, dude. <laughs> that's very true. Like, they're not going to be good. That's, <laughs> that's, know? um, I wanted to speak to your point about cutting your short film and making it even shorter. I, I haven't done too many short films in my life, but I heard that it's way harder for a short film to hit versus a, a feature film or even like a 30 minute short film. Really? Yeah. Like That's it, they say it's to really hard to make, uh, just to make it good, you know, like oh, in yeah. terms of like the plot points and like the overall, like the way the hmm. arc comes through. Because think about it. You only I can have, see that, yeah. You only have five minutes for the audience to care about this character and the outcome and everything. Versus in a film, you have a whole hour and a half to make. But you yeah, can make audience. a twenty-minute short film though. Yeah, our yeah. short film was fifteen which, which minutes. Would easier, which would be easier. Yeah. yeah so well, like, and also my I counter that would be less like, time less. you have, the harder it is for everything to hit because it's got to be it's got to be really simply simplified and dumbed down, but it's got to be really. good. You don't get as much character development. Yeah, yeah that's the that's biggest one thing. thing too. Yeah. yeah. I would I also that. argue though that yeah. like I think um, giving somebody five minutes is a lot easier than giving them. Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's I think if I think it's harder to make a short film that sticks with someone and like mm. like they want to like oh my god i want to put all my friends onto this because you don't get as much character development but i do think it's more conceptual like when it comes to like getting people to watch an entire project of yours like i know for a fact there's people that have probably supported me my whole life that won't watch our two-hour superhero <laughs> movie like and, I, and, I, and it's not that it's bad it's not yeah. that it's you know they just like i don't spend two hours doing a lot of things that i probably yeah. should spend two hours doing you know like i you know, there's albums that I love of artists that I haven't listened to all the way through yet. It's not that I don't yeah. love their music. I just don't have time. I'm allocating other things. So exactly. I don't know. I feel like making short films is just easier if you're a filmmaker. I, honestly, if I could do it again, I would probably hold off on making the superhero movie. like, Or at least like tone it down and make it a little bit less ambitious. Maybe make it a... 30 minute, you know, just like a mm-hmm. maybe instead of one, it's five superheroes, it's one. And, you know, it's more simple. Because yeah. I feel like because it was so ambitious we didn't put the project out when we wanted it to be out and now it's kind of like oh we're dropping a movie that maybe isn't like our utmost best skill level but it's because it's five years ago us yeah sure. yeah so, that's very common though i wish um, we would put more short films out the but, the blair witch project was shot with like i think it was like thirty thousand dollars yeah, 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 that sounds right and then uh they pitched it to studios and then the studios were like all right it's it's good it's got potential but the audio the editing is just really crappy we're gonna yeah. give you two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to spend just on the editing and sound design so like think about like all mm-hmm. that goes into into that so i feel like the superhero yeah. film still has a lot of potential especially oh with yeah what yeah doing yeah with the sound yeah. so it's like you're bringing it up and you're putting like mm-hmm. new layers on it that weren't there before. oh yeah and it's just my own brain because it's like an artist who makes a song when they're 10 like they're probably not gonna like that song when they're 15, 16, 100%. That's how I kind of feel. I'm like, oh, there were moments that like there's cliche superhero stuff and you need some cliche stuff in a superhero movie. Like they're all built off like dun, 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 like that moment, right? But there's so many moments where I'm like, oh my God, I'm clearly trying to be the Dark Knight right now. Like this scene is like so like, oh, trying to like light it the same way. Yeah, we all do that though. That's all of us. Literally when we start out, we all do that. But that's why I think it's so important that Ed Sheeran won that case. Not just like switch the subject like that, but like, I think it's very important that Ed Sheeran won that case because we all kind of like emulate styles of things we've seen, yeah. whether we're intentionally doing it or not. Yeah, you know? good artists copy, great artists steal. Exactly. There yeah. you go. There you go. Yeah. And I, and I don't think that it's like 
stealing for to take a chord progression. Like, you know, like that's music theory. That's mm -hmm. like, oh, I stole two plus two equals four. So you can never yeah. do any equation that involves like, no, bro, like you can't own that variables. Yeah. <laughs> like, chord progressions are pretty limited in terms yeah, of Yeah, like there's not a limited <laughs> chord progressions. Like yeah. what a, like yeah. if if I was going to side with the Marvin Gaye thing, then first off, every other artist that exists that you've ever known is getting sued. That's the precedent. <laughs> yeah. And then two, on top of that, now I have to make music that I might not even like just for the sake of being original and not copy anything. Now I gotta go fucking find some instrument from Switzerland that makes some weird ass uh, 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 that plays in some weird ass key and now I'm like singing off beat and like <laughs> slapping my knee on like wh what am I supposed to do make music that's never remotely been heard before like that sounds rather impossible at this point you know we've had hundreds of thousands of years of music at this point yeah. you know ever since tribal drums in Africa all the way to jazz and folk and hip hop is literally built off of sampling records from the 60s yep. and 50s and exactly. 70s so if, if this Court case goes that way. We should eliminate hip hop. Then is what you're saying. Yeah, because the entire 100%. genre is built off that. So you know, I I thought I, it was good that he won, and I'm glad that yeah. you know for all musicians, like keep sampling, bro. Like do your thing. Like don't steal, but be inspired by who inspires you. Like that's not a bad thing. No, I agree. Well, filmmakers do that too. Oh yeah. You know, you talk about like court progressions. I mean, you know, we can say what we do is as complex mm -hmm. as we want, but really, it's pretty. You know, there's only a few different things you can really do. You know? I've said it in art a long time. Like, there's no new ideas, man. Like, like mm -hmm. there's some dude in the '80s who wrote a lyric that Adele's singing today, and everyone thinks it's her. It's like, there's some guy who wrote that though. Like, there's some guy who told this story before. You know, like I don't think like the only thing that I think is expression is new. I don't think stories are new. I think expressions are new. Because a story, to tell a story, you have to be able to think of it. And to think of it, you have to call on things that have happened or things that you want to happen. Or, and they probably have happened. Like if yeah. I tell a story about a serial killer, like, well, people have been murdered before. So that's not a new story. Yeah, you want like, to pull from know, experience. Yeah, like like every movie is like either based off something or even it's like even in its like most extreme like sci-fi like Star Wars. Okay, it's still built off of honor. Good and evil, right? The light and the dark, the balance of yin and yang, right? The dark side, like that's those are all concepts that have existed to us for thousands and thousands of years. So, to to think that I'm gonna create a new idea is rather, you know, it's it's kind of idiotic. Like I'd rather have a new expression. Like no one's been me before, so I can tell these stories in my way, and that's what's unique. The story itself isn't, but the way you tell it, you know, just like how if you would do the that's, same thing, you tell a different story. That's very yeah. true. Um, we definitely live in a postmodern society where there are no more ideas. Basically, yeah. literally everything has been done. The only thing that you, the only thing that you can do is take ideas that were done and mix them up together to create something new. Yeah. Think of it like cooking. Like you can't reinvent chicken alfredo, but you can like create a chicken alfredo fusion. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Exactly. You know, I, I, th I equate it, I equate it to cooking a lot. It's like yeah. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes you don't want to create a new dish. You just want to yeah. create the dish that was already made, but or like, season it differently. But season it differently, you know? like making making it like as good as what people think it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know, because yeah. especially the new generation, I feel like they won't really remember movies from the eighties and nineties. Yeah, they probably. So won't. like, I think it's a good idea to look back at those movies and take inspiration to make something new and bring it into the twenty first century. Facts. I think that's a good idea. But, um, yeah, there's there's no more new ideas, you know. Like just yeah. just, just, there just mix it, and match, you know. Take all the like, Lego bricks you want and make something new. An idea, new. like an idea, like even the fact that you want to write a song. Well, writing a song is not a new idea. Yeah, you weren't the first person to write a song, but yeah. you're gonna write a different song. You know, so it's all about expression, I think. Well, thank you for crushing my dream. No, great. No, no, no. Your dreams, fuck them. Fuck all your dreams. Everything's been done before. You're not unique. You're not unique. <laughs> You're not original. Okay, let's think. No one is. Let's think. What's the last original movie that you guys think was like, oh, that's original. I've never seen that before. Like, what's what's one that comes to your mind? 
I'm trying to think, like, what was one? I, I think maybe everything, everywhere, all at once. They're all built off archetypes and concepts. Like, even a character, like, like my one of my favorite films, uh, my, my probably my favorite film, it won uh, Best Film. It was, like, the first foreign film to win Best Film, Parasite, the South mm, Korean film. Such a good film. That was But original. the concept is yeah. the shit we talk about every day yeah. in politics. Well, the that have same versus director, the have-nots. Yeah, that same director did Snowpiercer, which is about classism. It's, like, the same Yeah, theme. it's, like, the same, oh, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. see, he's seasoning it differently. Interesting. Mm -hmm. But the same exactly. concept exists, that's right? Like, style, yeah. Yeah, and, and, but that's beautiful, though. Like, mm -hmm. exactly. ha wanting to have a new idea, there's ego in that. Like, oh, a new idea means I'm the first to do it. It's, like... Why do you want to be the first to do something? Like, it, it, like if you're the first to do something, but it's not really the first, you're kind of in denial. Like, I would rather make a song that you've never heard before, but it might have stylings of, you know, John Mayer, or stylings of, you know, ASAP Rocky or whatever. You might, it might call to that because that's what I listened to growing up. But I think that's good. I think I am my influences, you know? Yeah. Society, life, 100%. art, I am my yeah. influences. So if I didn't want to be that, then... I wouldn't be being me. That's that's. Personally. I think that's a very good tip for artists. I, I don't think, yeah, you should take inspiration and copy where you can, but just make sure it's authentic to you, what yeah. you like. Don't just steal from somebody else or like copy someone else's style because you see them do it. Yeah. Think about your own inspirations. Mm. Like, did you really like wrestling growing up? Did you really like uh, swimming or sports? Like, yeah. take inspirations from that and then come up with something that really is passionate yeah. for you. Well, and people are going to recognize if it's not authentic, right? Yeah. That, and that's what I always say is, like, people know, like, people can tell, like, who you are. Like, that's why when I do my review show, if, like, a motherfucker starts rapping and it's like, it sounds like you're trying to prove to us that you can rap. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you're trying to do all this, like, miracle, spiritual, weird, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Like, you're just, like, you're trying to prove that you can hit the syllables, but in doing so, you're taking the soul out of the music, which is supposed to be the expression. Like, and that's in the studio, and that happens with acting, that happens with uh, painting. Like, the moment I paint something that I'm proud of, it's the moment where I'm not trying to be intentional. Like, I'm not trying to be like, okay, it has to be this way, and if it looks this way, then it's not gonna be blah, blah, blah. Like, the moment you start doing that, like, you're taking the soul out of what the art is supposed to be. Um, you have to go with your gut. And the hardest thing is when you become an artist, or wanting to be, you know, you, you say you're an artist, you're not really an artist yet. Yeah. You're, you're, become, you're trying to become one. But when you're an artist, when you truly become an artist, it's when you find your voice. But finding mm. your voice is trusting yourself. It's not like, oh, I know how to sing now. No, no, no. Your voice as an artist is who you are, and you have to trust that. Like, if I write a song, and I get two minutes into the song, and I'm like, oh, I don't like it. It's like, but you liked it 10 seconds ago. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're overthinking. You know, and I do that a lot. Like in the studio, mm. like John, my engineer, shout out Soundbox, uh, he has to tell me sometimes, like, bro, no, this is good. Like, cause he's heard all my bad and good. So I have to sometimes check with people. Like, is this like, am I bugging right now? Like, is this is this on par with like my skill set or am I am I like dropping the ball here? And he's like, no, bro, this is fire. Like, keep going. I'm like, okay, cool. You know? Yeah. So. Hell yeah. Well, uh, let's dial back to your film. I want to ask yeah. you guys. Um, oh, we are just real quick. One though. more topic or so. Um, so uh, you've been working on this film for quite a bit. Yeah. What's it been like working on a project for this long? Like, has it felt, you know, really gratifying? Has it been tough at times, I'm sure? Like, what, like, just talk about that. What's that been like? Yeah, you can Do you know project you can take that it long? first. Um, I would say, okay, so the film has been worked on since December of 2018. Yeah. We're now in 2020. We started the business in 2018 as well. So. Yes. 
I think it's project. I think if anything now it just serves as like a time capsule. You know, like mm-hmm. you look at That's it and you're awesome. like, wow, this is like back in the past. Like when did this yeah. happen? It's almost it's almost as if you're taking a look into an alternate reality now. Yeah. Where it's like, wow, did this really happen? Wow, we're mm-hmm. actually making this movie now. Like it's yeah. almost done. You know, like we're we're at the point where we're putting the cherry on top. Yeah. And it's a bittersweet moment, I think, but it's mm-hmm. it's well needed. I think this movie's been needed to come out. People yeah. have been asking us for the yeah. last like two or three years. That's, and that's the hard part for me. I was gonna say yeah. it's been like super eye opening. I love it. But the hardest part is like the actors who spent like a whole year like helping us film and stuff, and then the mask like, hey, when's the movie coming out? Mm-hmm. Because usually if something takes five years to come out, they it's usually just not coming out. Yeah, yeah. So like I just don't want people to think that because it's coming out. I promise. <laughs> I promise. And it's gonna be freaking dope. It's gonna be epic. There's over 80 actors in it. We filmed, oh my God, all the locations. It's it's literally like the biggest shout out to CR, I think, a movie's ever done, honestly. That's like, awesome. Rob Merritt's just a name drop, because you know I like to name drop. We got Rob Merritt in that joint. We got Tessa Smothers. We got Ben Rollins. We got Alan Boatger. Um, who else we got? We got Isaac Burris. We got Juan Gomez. He I'm gets in murdered. It. He's in yeah. one scene. He gets murdered real quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> got myself. I play one of the superheroes. So, man, it's just the movie, literally, like he said, is a time capsule. All of our friends, you know, people we met via business, but now our closer friends were part of this movie. So honestly, man, it's like when this comes out, it's almost going to be, like you said, bittersweet. But I think it's going to be what Iowa needs, honestly, truly, to see that it can be done. Mm-hmm. An original, not a fan film, an original, yep. creative production feature film with everyone that you know and love from Iowa in it. Like, that's I agree. The goal. Yeah, like we've seen fan films. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you want to do a fan film because you love superheroes, good. But my yeah. problem with fan films is like, you're never going to make it as good as Spider-Man or you get as no credit. good as Superman. You get no credit. You like, know what uh, I mean? So just make your own original yeah. thing and Films make it Films are smaller. hard. I agree. Yeah. I want credit for the film I make. I don't, like I said, don't need it to be a new idea, right? Yeah. But I but I want you to be like, oh, you tried to do something that we hadn't yeah. seen before. Like you came up with superheroes with different names and different powers and you didn't just go, oh, let's just do what's done like that's worked already, and like, that alone is is interesting. Mm-hmm. Like there's a there's a uh, we've all seen superheroes with electric shock powers. Like that's not new, <laughs> yeah. but our superhero has a TV head that has electric shock powers. You know, yeah. so he's already like biomechanical, yeah. he's like Terminator. Refreshing. You know what I mean? So I think yeah. that's I think that's original. Like we put our own spin on things. Hell yeah! So I'm excited for that. Yeah, very very. That's so awesome. Excited. Guys, that's a great note to wrap this up on, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, young creatives, Riley and Juan, uh, what, what you got coming down the pipeline um, um, in the next couple months? I'm always working on music, so I have my next project. Uh, funny, we just used the word bittersweet because that's actually the name of the project. That's the name of the project, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, got some Night Drive music on there for you guys and uh, the movies. Uh, like I said, my allergies have been acting up all day, so I'm like crying right now. It's probably because I'm, <laughs> I'm with them Callister. I haven't seen them in so long. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, uh, music. <laughs> Movies. We have events. Uh, this summer, I think, is going to be one of uh, one of a, one of our uh, most legendary summers because I think we're going to be moving soon. Ooh. It might be the last the last Iowa summer for us, uh, oh, unfortunately. Okay. But That's we're going to go out with a bang. Yeah, well, I'll be there then for sure. Yes, awesome. absolutely. Yeah. I'm debuting a, a summer line for. I started a clothing line over the summer called Outsiders. It's like a little. It's it's like an, another separate entity of just like something that I'm um, jumping into. I literally started doing uh, screen printed shirts uh, this past August, so mm-hmm. it's been a journey, and I'm releasing a summer line uh, just consisting of like shorts, uh, light t-shirts, and uh, tank tops. You know, just yeah. to like you know feel cool over the summer, but also oh, yeah. like look edgy and. 
you know, cool. Because mm. the thing is, like, I don't want people to try too hard uh, to look cool. Like, just <laughs> yeah, grab yeah, that yeah. dope shirt, casual. and then you're cool, and cool then you're not, casual. like, sweating it's too much. It's very anti-cool nice. to try, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Literally, I picked up this shirt this morning. It was raining. It's like how you can't try to rap. Stop trying to. Like, you just got to rap and sing. Like, the moment we feel like you're trying to do it, it's like, ugh. This guy's a fucking tryhard. Uh, you're not Eminem, buddy. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> All right, guys, it's been a fucking yeah. pleasure. Yeah, Appreciate man. You, man. Always through. a pleasure, bro. Always Hell a pleasure. Yeah. Guys, every Monday and Thursday at 7 p.m., you know it. Macaustars.com. Go check that website out. That's where we got content. Um, and also uh, check out the Patreon if you want exclusive shit. Um, Hell yeah. Pay me, motherfucker. Some crazy shit behind that paywall, <laughs> motherfucker. Some crazy shit behind that paywall, okay? <laughs> Go ahead and uh, drop that money. The shit only fans wouldn't let us put <laughs> I was just about to say. <laughs> Yo, let's go spend it on some Wendy's anyway, dog. Just fucking go ahead. Throw that. Exactly. All right. Peace, everybody. Have a good night. Peace.